Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hi, y'all, and welcome to Money, Please. I'm Berna Anat, also known as Hey Berna, your personal financial hype woman, bringing you the financial real talk for the real world. I, know, I don't know if you can hear the volume of my air quotes, but they're loud because nothing's real, especially at the end of the year. Today, we are going to dive deep into the murky, sexy, kind of nasty, very mysterious waters of cryptocurrency. What? Did you feel the little heart palpitation when I said that? Little little tingle, butterfly in your stomach and maybe not in a great way? Crypto, cryptocurrency is something that has been striking fear and what the fuckness into the hearts of everyone. Not just, I mean, including financial educators like myself. This is a special episode, y'all. You know how we usually do, we talk to our expert and then we do like money on our mind, we get something from the mailbag. No. This is a learning episode because y'all, your girl Berna, I am in crypto kindergarten up in here. If you think I know much more about crypto than the average listener, you are wrong. I am in the audience with you. And so today, we are just going to be talking to our incredible expert who also, may I add, is learning about crypto right alongside us. It is such early days in the crypto life. We're so early in the game of crypto that everybody in the club is learning as they go. That's why today is such a special episode. We are all learners in this club. So the reason I wanted to get us to start talking about crypto is because I know, I know you are out there seeing on the social meds all the freaking, the, the, the very, very young people, the kindergartners who seem to be making millions of dollars off of this crypto and this coin and Bitcoin that and GameStunk this and NFTs, it's starting to get stressful out here for especially for us millennial and Gen Z is like, wait, did I not get on the train when I was supposed to get on the train? Did I did, forget misunderstanding the assignment? Was I not even in class the day that they handed this stuff out? I want all of us uh, to go into the holidays with a little bit of information so that when your super young Gen Z cousin starts throwing uh, facts at you about game stonks and crypto and making you feel hella old, you got something to back it up. Now, 
one thing that I want to share about my own personal crypto journey. Uh, I told you I'm in crypto kindergarten, so the journey has been hella short so far. I want to say that it has actually brought up a lot of the same feelings for me as it did uh, when I learned about investing in general. Again, I know I beat y'all over the head with this, but I am first gen uh, daughter of immigrants from the Philippines. And a lot of us first gen folks come from a history of financial distrust. Us first gen folks, we're just learning to somewhat trust financial institutions for things like investing. We're just learning to rebuild the trust and the knowledge of financial education that our families never had. And so to be learning about budgeting, saving, debt, credit, student loans, and to be sitting at the forefront, to be watching things like crypto grow, it's very fucking overwhelming, very overwhelming. So if you are sitting here being like, girl, you just taught me about the five bank accounts I was supposed to learn, or the top three ways to raise your credit, why am I having to care about this thing? What I learned from our conversation with Carmen today is that we are at the forefront of something very, very special. But also, please do not feel alone in the, oh, what? This train is going way too fast because uh, I feel the exact same. And that is why today is a learning episode. So are you ready? Are you ready to put your learning hat on? Are you ready to sit crisscross applesauce with me on the on the mat? and bring all of our fears, bring all of our hesitations along with us while we learn about this new thing, good, because they are all invited to this party. So to make sure that we do not embarrass ourselves in front of our Gen Z ass little cousins who uh, have followed four Finfluencers on TikTok and now want to talk to us about the Game Stonk revolution, um, we have brought in a fantastic expert to just chat through what the hell are we looking at? Now, as you know, as I mentioned at the top of this episode, I am a learner, okay? We are in kindergarten over here. And my wonderful friend, Carmen Perez, is also one of the reasons we brought her onto the show is because she is a learner as well. But for, for her generosity, for all of our honors and pleasures in the world, she shares what she learns with us. And so I was like, Carmen... Please come here and explain it all to us like I'm five. I want you to meet my incredible friend, Carmen Perez, a.k.a. Make Real Sense on all the socials. She is one of my absolute favorite finance creators because of her generosity in sharing the things that she's learning as she goes, the goods, the bads, the failures. And there is a lot happening in the crypto world. All I need in my life is a Carmen to like hold my hand and walk me through. Uh, Carmen, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I am doing Fantastic, Berna. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sweaty, as we as we discussed. I'm a little the, the pits are singing a little bit when I think about crypto, um, and so I'm super super excited to talk to you about it and to learn as you learn. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do, what you're up to these days, and like what what to you is so juicy about crypto? Why do you share these things? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I teach money or help millennials and Gen Z like navigate the world of money with a little humor on the side, like I like to say. Um, that's my platform, Make Real Sense. And right now I've gotten into crypto um, more from a, a technical standpoint. So I quit my job in finance, mm -hmm. learned how to code, and then like got into some crypto things, not coding it, but like understanding it from a technology perspective. And it became like really, really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like now I just like sharing that with my audience because it is a a technology um, that is going to, I think, just 
create ripples uh, in the future and is the wave of the future as it relates to all things money, all things technology, and really like uh, emerging tech around um, just books and record and record keeping. I'm going to say that. (laughs) That's awesome. And I think maybe a lot of people listening to this are already caught up in like, wait, she quit her job in finance and now she codes. Like that's such a bad ass thing to do. And I want to remind everybody listening that we do have an extra loose change episode later this week where we're going to dig into all the things that are going to make you more obsessed with Carmen Perez for sure. But for now, the main reason we wanted to come together is the reason that all of y'all are in our DMs and our inboxes, and we're all singing the same choral song. Please someone explain crypto to me like I am five. Um, So just pretending, maybe like zoom back to when you first started to learn about crypto and when you first started to like go through the weeds. What the hell is it? What, what? If you could just- What are all the things? What the hell is the, what am I looking at? I think is the bigger question and we'll learn, we'll get to the, how do I look at it? But what, what, what? Is my question. What what is what are the things? Okay, so there's like two two ways to kind of look at it. Um, so there's what you might hear blockchain, that buzzword yeah. that's going around all you know, all around town and circulating. You might hear this thing called blockchain. What is blockchain? And then you hear this word like crypto, short for cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Like what does all this mean? What does it mean? And your brain starts kind of melting a little bit, and then somewhere in there you like connect the dots kinda sorta, but the dots aren't fully connected all the way. So if you think about it in terms of like separating those two concepts, the best way that I can describe like blockchain is um, a ledger, a public ledger that's like, uh, you'll hear the term decentralized and not to get into like all of these different terms and all this stuff, like just just breaking it down just a little bit here. You'll hear this uh, term called like decentralized. That means like, let's say, you uh, go to a friend's house and um, you have a, you carry this little notebook around mm-hmm. of like all the things that <laughs> all the things you've done in your day yeah. and all the people that you've met. Um, so let's say every time you meet someone new or you're let's you're at a party and you start talking to folks, you start writing these names down in your little notebook because that's fun for you to do. Yes. Um, so think of that as like a ledger or the blockchain, mm-hmm. and then let's say for instance for whatever reason your other friend on the other side of the party is doing the same thing and actually is meeting the same people and making sure that what you write down is accurate. And then by happenstance, someone else at this bumping party is, you know, has another little notebook and there's like this little notebook club of folks recording all of the same thing, but not one person. So let's say you go over to the punch bowl. I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just say the punch bowl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The punch bowl. You go over to the punch bowl, drop your notebook by accident, Hmm. but you have two homegirls there that have been recording this at the same time. So you can just go over to one of them and say, Hey, can I see your notebook? I got to recreate this whole thing because, you know, now I, I lost all my names. I don't know where all those names are. Mm-hmm. So so think in terms of the blockchain as a ledger and everyone has the same ledger. And if one ledger, so one uh, notebook goes down or is lost or is missing, there are thousands upon thousands of other notebooks out there that have the same records that are verifying, okay, cool, 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 cool. We're all on the same page. We all have the same information. And essentially, it's kind of like locked in to these notebooks indefinitely because there's so many people around the world that have these same notebooks Mm -hmm. that reflect the same thing. 
Um, and that's like that decentralized piece. So um, there's one kind of source of truth, but a lot of people have those source of truth to refer back to. And the good thing about that is when it comes to blockchain is if something something fails along the way, so again, you go over and you drop your notebook and it gets destroyed in the puddle or whatever. Yes. Um, other folks have that 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 uh that record for you to be able to refer to. Which is really a, cool. A backup. So like if I were a backup, if, yeah. If I were to write like my stuff were to crash or Mercury retrograde were to bitch slap me, I don't have to worry because other people have records of these things. And I Bam. hear the word like decentralization all the time. I know a little bit about this part of of crypto and I, I, I please check me if I'm wrong, but I know that one reason people are very excited about crypto and a blockchain as like the mothership and crypto as part of it is because this decentralization thing can be really good in terms of money and banking, right? Like from what I've learned, it's like banks hold a lot of the power or like the Federal Reserve holds a lot of the power and like they give out the money. They say how much the money is worth. Da, 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 da. Um, can you draw the line for us a little bit between like why blockchain is a good thing for money? Like why is it good that there are like ledgers all over the place and that if one thing falls, we're okay? Yeah. So like if you think of like the the Fed and our system, how it's set up and designed, that's centralized, right? right? Like yes. one person has the ability to tell you how much we're going to, well, let's say the Fed's a, a person, just an entity, yes. has the ability to tell you um, how much money they're going to print, how mm -hmm. you know high they're going to cause inflation to go, so on and so forth. Yes. And it kind of, it, it's a little annoying, right? So if I want to go and get a loan from the Fed, I have to submit all these documents and do all of the things. Mm -hmm. And the Fed can vary the, that one point of entry can say, no, don't want to deal with you. You have bad credit, which I haven't had in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I wouldn't have been <laughs> able to qualify for a loan. Yes. So decentralized finance is a great way for folks to access things, um, even like loans, for example, where for a traditional bank where it's centralized, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have that one person telling you yes or no based on a ton of things. Mm -hmm. um, so you can go in there, try to get a small business loan and it doesn't work out versus going to like a de decentralized or what they call DeFi um, uh, kind of market maker and getting a loan within 15 minutes, just posting like, a, you know, your collateral and doing the things that you need to, but you don't have to, you know, give your, you know, uh, blood type, yeah. left pinky toe. You don't have uh -huh. to do all that. Yes, 100%. I mean, that's what I think really excites me about the conversation with blockchain, as again, as the mothership and then cryptocurrency is like taking out all these barriers to entry. Like you said, it's like the Fed as this one, forgive me, it's definitely like an older rich white man in my head being like, you can have this and you can't. Um, we take out the that a lot of the times where it seems like we're taking out this sort of like documentation citizenship barrier, which happens a lot when people are trying to get loans and financial help. Um, and we're just like a lot of our financial oppressive systems came seems like from one giant Fed power and breaking that apart sounds really exciting. Yeah, All very yeah. exciting. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. 
So what does the decentralization and blockchain have to do with cryptocurrency? Like, I'm super excited about that concept. Uh, so bit what? Bitcoin? What? Bitcoin what who? Who? Bit who? <laughs> Bit who what? Is that centralized the who what? I Now I can't, I don't know the connection between the two. Gotcha. Could you help me out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think of like you said, like uh, blockchain, it's like the umbrella, right? That's yes. like the foundation layer. That's the technology that's powering like these uh, cryptocurrencies. So mm. Bitcoin initially emerged as this peer-to-peer system of being able to pay for things um, without, you know, it, it's an electronic digital currency um, without, you know, government intervention. Um, and as long as there's enough people, they say like, uh, I think it's the Winklevoss twins, um, which they, I, they do give a good, good example of this. They yes. say like, it's the best social network because as long as there's enough people using it, you know, Bitcoin kind of took off in this crazy way. I don't know if you've heard like now, uh, the first Bitcoin transaction was like $20 for a pizza. And now that $20 pizza is like millions of dollars now yes. because of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it so, out. so, so Bitcoin is the token that kind of sits on top of that blockchain um, technology. And it's something that you can use to leverage and access and do all of the things. But now Bitcoin is becoming like a store of value. So people don't want to spend their Bitcoin because a case in point, that example of that $20 pizza way back in the day, right. you know, it'd be worth millions and millions of dollars now. Um, so now folks are kind of like holding on to their Bitcoin. It's not necessarily like a, a a currency for use, but it's more of like a store of value similar to gold where you just like hold on to it because you don't want to go and pay for a, you know, a cup of Starbucks coffee with a gold bar, right? Like right. <laughs> that is what I think that's one of the things that really blows my mind now is like, I feel like the Bitcoin train has gone so far so fast that maybe like a year ago, I was like, Bitcoin is like, added this digital currency that people are messing with. And now I'm seeing it in like, I could pay for things in Bitcoin on in stores, I go to like friggin my local grocery store, and I see that I can like, trade in Bitcoin from an ATM. And I'm like, how? How did we get to this place? Like, so it, it started off as a type of digital currency. And like you said, the connection is that it is decentralized. So nobody, correct me if I'm wrong, nobody owns Bitcoin. Nobody no. is like telling the world the way that the like US dollar, the Fed is like, the US dollar is worth this much. There's no one going, the Bitcoin is worth this much. How How does the Bitcoin like, how is it growing? How is it changing in price so much? Where does that come from? Yeah, so that comes from like the mining you might hear, oh, um, so, which oh, is, this is where it starts to get sci-fi is hell. Okay, yes. yeah. God. This there there's like these complex. So anytime there's a transaction on uh, the blockchain, so let's say you and your homegirls are writing a name down, yeah, on your notebook. Let's refer <laughs> back to that. I'm ledgering. ledgering. You're mm-hmm. ledgering. Mm-hmm. That's considered like writing to the blockchain. So cool, cool, cool. Everybody's on agreement. We want to make sure we're all on the same page with our ledger. So you have the same name. I have the same name. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And when that transaction, you go and write that down in your book, that's committing a transaction to the blockchain. And in order to commit that, meaning you other folks have to verify that that's, you know, what you wrote down. Um, that's, there's a a complex math problem involved here and they get harder and harder to solve as more coins come out and are, are minted. 
um, on the blockchain. So that's why you see all this computer power having um, being used, all these miners around the world trying to mine Bitcoin. Uh, mine Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. But essentially what they're trying to do is verify um, that uh, particular block. So it's a block on the blockchain with a bunch of like transactions in it. They verify that block and then that's millions of people all around the world doing this. This is where it gets really technical, right? Yeah. And then they take that block. <laughs> and by the way, for everyone listening, I'm like doing hand gestures. Um, it's actually really helping. Yeah, it makes it, like, yeah, mm, it makes for visual purposes. Mm. Um, you take that block once it's all verified and then commit it to the blockchain. And then that's there indefinitely forever and ever for as long oh. as the blockchain lives. And theoretically, the blockchain will continue to live because it's, on it's a distributed ledger it's on so many different computers that in order for it to stop living power needs to be shut down across the entire world holy about it yeah so this is like a very macro level right it's like this it sounds very serious like extremely i'm having commitment issues just listening to it like the way and of course like the the purpose of this episode was not to understand like the mining of the bitcoin and all the things but it's so fascinating to know that like there's all this again compute like technology technological mathematical dancing and twerking happening behind the scenes so that bitcoin can basically be available to the public is what it sounds like um and so is i think for a lot of folks listening to this they're going to be okay following the idea that blockchain blockchain is this is umbrella motherboard thing and it decentralizes things in a really cool way bitcoin is one of the cryptocurrencies that has come out of that I think the second question that we get the most about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is like, um, do I have to care, Carmen? Do I need to? Must I care now? Uh, We're tired. It's been a long couple of years and everyone does not want to add anything to their to-do list. But I feel like the conversation about crypto, Bitcoin for sure, and crypto in general has just been getting louder and louder. Do I need to care and how do I care in the least overwhelming way possible? Oh, that's a, I think that's a great question because yes, you should absolutely care. And that's what I try to, you know, convey to my, um, my community is that this technology is coming regardless if you want to get on board or not, it's going to be here and it's going to govern a lot of things. And you don't need to understand it from a very like technical perspective, Yes, but just understanding like, um, you, if you buy, a, if you have a car, you know it needs gas. You don't know what happens between the process of going to the yes. pump and putting it in and your yes. car running and doing all the things. Yes. But this is similar to like blockchain and all of the cryptocurrencies that you hear about. It's important to start being, I like to say, crypto curious, right? Ooh. So just like tuning in to different podcasts and like, like case in point today, what we're talking about, just like getting your, your feet wet and not feeling overwhelmed because the information is out there and it's broken down into um, small bites and pieces. And it's not like you have to like consume it all in one day, read all these white papers on every right. technology that don't necessarily make sense and all these protocols and all the things. No, it's important to learn. And you can, you can definitely do that um, by, you know, just looking at the difference between web three and web two technologies, simple Google search. There's mm-hmm. plenty of little infographs that kind of break it down and you're like, okay, cool, cool. I can get behind this. And I see the benefits um, for blockchain technology because it's not crypto is the, the the side piece. I like to think of it as crypto is like the side piece and the blockchain technology is like where it's really at. Oh, um, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like it's people just are one saying, of the like effects. It's like one of effects. one of the products that's hey, coming out of blockchain. Yeah, yeah. So crypto is like 
cool, cool, cool. That's the, the token that may or may not power it. And I might be going off on a tangent here, but mm-hmm. this is really important to know because blockchain, um, once you start getting like understanding the benefits of blockchain technology, then that helps you like it catapults your, you into an interest of learning about the different cryptos. And one of the biggest benefits that could come from, there's so many use cases, but one of the biggest benefits is like land ownership and really writing that in a way, um, is especially in like emerging um, markets and just not having access to, um, like, like I'm just trying to think of an example, like land ownership over time, not being able to produce deeds in the right way. There's also mm-hmm. stuff that happens here that's like interesting. Anyways, long story short, blockchain technology is something that can solve for this because it gets written to the, into the ledger and that's that. Like oh. once you get your block on the blockchain, it says, you know, Carmen bought this from Berna. That's that like NFT kind of thing that you're hearing. And sure. I know yeah, yeah, Girl, yeah, like, that's another episode. <laughs> I, I can chase this train, uh, this, uh, this uh, train of thought here in a sense that like the chain or the changing of hands and it's written down and it's been verified by thousands of people saying Carmen bought this from Berna. Berna bought this from Carmen. You know, Carmen bought this back from Berna, however yes. that needs to, to look like. Ah. But that's one of the uses of blockchain. Um, and then other things like our records. I feel like it's crazy that we have to go when we move different states or go to see different doctors. We got to produce all this paperwork. I mean, for me personally, I'm like, why can't we just put it on the blockchain and you access that information? It's not changing. Like, I don't Stop. know. That's, I don't okay. know. That's, that's, a, that's a sidebar. That's no, for another day. But this is a huge sidebar. It's a sidebar that actually is like, it's a giant bar hanging over my head too of like, of the crypto conversation because the idea is like, I feel like there have been so many life situations where I'm like, why can't we all just be a part of some giant cloud of information that everybody can check and everybody can see and it's not shady? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why a lot of people are getting excited about cryptocurrency too because since it is birthed from blockchain, it's a type of currency where a lot of the shadiness and the barriers have been taken off. And this is sort of like, in a way, something that we've been waiting for of like, again, like when I change doctors, why should I have to, why why aren't y'all on the freaking blockchain? How come, how come you guys can't communicate in some giant ledger so I don't have to tell you this to that? Or like, I don't, I also don't have to be worried that you're hiding information from me right. or that you're doing something shady. Because like you said, the whole essence of blockchain is that it can be checked and verified and it's it's on record. So that makes me very excited, which because that's, again, I know we're talking very sort of building blocks here, but then to build a financial, like a type of currency off of that, really like we're talking about a different universe. And so this is, it's really, really good background to have actually when you think about cryptocurrency, because this is not just, I think there's a way there are a lot of people and also a little voice in my head that's like, um, is cryptocurrency just like a phase? Can I just wait in the sidelines and be like, can I just wait until everyone stops getting so goddamn excited about cryptocurrency and blockchain so I can go back to my like broken budgeting Excel worksheet? But it sounds like what you're telling me is like, no, you can't wait. This is the way mm-hmm. that things are going to go. This is the way that things are moving. And so we kind of we kind of got to get on this train, especially for marginalized communities. Like that's a big thing for me, because, yes. you know, there might be an instance where there's like this aversion to technology and me my, myself included like yes. for the longest I was like I'm not signing up for that they're gonna get my information or yes. I'm not gonna do that you know like that doesn't make sense to me and I think it's important because like a while ago I had you know I tweeted this out like we're gonna have to navigate AR and VR rooms and it's better now virtual reality and augmented 
reality. Sorry. Um, We're going to have to learn how to create or excuse me, navigate those spaces. And I think it's important that we kind of get ahead or at least be crypto curious, um, blockchain curious now. So we aren't like left in the dust because I know, you know, folks trying to use Facebook that are previous generations, it's like Facebook is a source of truth for a lot of, I think, the older generations. Meta? Yeah, it is. Meta is Mm. is the Google, Mm. right? And Mm. they can't kind of get off of that or you can't like the abstraction of that is there's a lot of other social medias out there, but, you know, that's their source of truth. And I think that it's important to kind of get geared up on different technologies because you aren't going to be locked out of those spaces where now you, you said it at the beginning, like there's teenagers making millions of dollars off of NFTs or, you know, yes. minting their own things. doing all, And these, these kids know like 10, 12 years old, you're seeing these stories all over the place. Yes. And it's just a matter of not being left behind, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, will disproportionately and does disproportionately affect uh, marginalized communities. So side note. Yes. Oh my gosh. Again, you keep saying side note, but I'm like, no, no, no. Bring that to the center. That's super, super, super <laughs> center important. Center note. Center note. Yeah. Main note is that like no matter how you feel about it, the main notes I'm getting so far in my in my ledger, so to speak, is that we need to we it's it's time to get crypto curious and it's time to get blockchain curious because it's not just crypto that's going to be the future, but blockchain in general, and also and in terms of us like marginalized communities this is like an opportunity for folks like us to actually get front and center while something is still growing and still happening and get in the rooms to talk about these things so we're not left behind the way we were in former like versions of currency like we actually now we have access to information the way that we didn't before um and we're in rooms that we didn't used to be in before and so that makes me super excited and at the same time i really love the analogy that you dropped earlier where it's like okay you put gas in your car so that it works but you don't have to understand every single part of the freaking engine to understand that you need gas in the car and you don't need to understand every part of the engine to drive a car to get to where you need to go another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So for folks who are listening to this, just so we could bring it back around, um, if they're like, great, fine, yes, Carmen, I am now blockchain curious, I want to be crypto curious, how do I physically do that when I am like so busy and stressed out? Where do I start? Like, do I need to start saving up to buy Bitcoin? Like, do where, where do I put my money? What resources can we start with to like dip our toe in the water? Yeah, I love that. So um I'll plug some things that are like, I think, good resources. So um, depending on who you sign up for, a lot of these companies that offer um, access to being able to buy these various tokens have Mm -hmm. a a ton of great resources embedded in 
in it or on their website. Right. Um, so I'll give an example. This is not a plug, but yeah. I'll give an example of uh, yeah, Coinbase. Coinbase is a, a resource where if you sign up, so you can just sign up for an account. Um, you don't have to buy anything. It's low barriers to entry. Um, and you can go on there and literally just click on like, let's say like Bitcoin. And down at the bottom, there's these little uh, blurbs and papers that you can read just to start familiarizing yourself with you know, what it is mm-hmm. um, outside of my janky definition of what I gave y'all. Hopefully that was oh, helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they give you information about like what it is, uh, direct you to the white paper, which a lot of these cryptocurrencies, when I say white paper, that's literally just kind of like the thesis, the uh, starting point, why they created X, Y, and Z, why, oh. how this token works or cryptocurrency works. Um, so you read that it can be fairly technical, but that's a good starting spot, right? So you download an app, something like a Coinbase or um, uh, like a BlockFi, and you can read their resources on it. They have obviously no, there's nothing like um, malicious within those those papers or them linking you, mm-hmm. like buy more Bitcoin on our platform, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great way and resource to learn. Uh, for NFTs, I like to tell people to go to nftplazas.com. Um, that's a great way to learn like all the news and NFTs and all of the things. And then, yeah, like following like really good um, crypto content creators on uh, YouTube that talk about it. Like that's where I get most of my learnings from. Gemini is another platform um, where they offer, um, you know, all the different white papers on it. And they're really, really good. They're like five minute reads. Um, I actually like went through the whole site and just read all the things um, because they're really easy and comprehensive, I think. Um, so just starting off to sum all that up, uh, if you download an app or visit one of those popular, um, crypto offering websites, they typically have a section where it's like resources or white papers, and you can start looking at the different, uh, white papers on the different cryptocurrencies that they offer. Uh, the next resource I would say for like all things NFTs is nftsplaza.com. Um, just to start learning about like news and what that what NFT, what the hell the NFT is to begin with. And then um, definitely like content creators. I I think there are some ones that you have to be mindful of because they could be leading you down the wrong path. Hmm. Um, But I like uh, DCL Blogger. It's a great, great, been in the space for a while, especially as it relates to like metaverse. Um, So that's a plug there. Awesome. I don't know him, but his his resources, like when I first got into the game was like, oh, this is solid. Good info here. Okay. Yeah, that's so good to know. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear also that there are like shorter five minute breakdowns for folks who are like, I want to know, but maybe we don't have time to dive into every every resource and every paper. This is super, super good to start off. Um, and I want to I want to dig more into your personal crypto story, but we're going to save it for the loose change episode. For now, now that everyone is like, um, I'm trying to learn alongside Carmen, where can they find you? Where can they where can they stalk you? And how can they support you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so all things make real sense. And that's sense with like the C, not sense. Well, I, I messed that one up. But yeah, you, you all get what dollar I'm saying. Sense, dollar At, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dollar sense, dollar sense. Um, so all things make real sense uh, and make real sense.com. Um, I'm on all the interwebs talking about the things. Um, forgive my spelling errors. You know, I majored in finance, not, not English. So, you know, there's that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Carmen. I'm super excited to learn alongside you. And you're, you're going to be that person that I'm going to sort of like hide behind you in class to be like, ask this question, Carmen. So I don't want to look stupid.
people you're smarter than me that's where we're at and so i'm just so i'm so glad um that you're here to guide us thank you so much whisper sweet nothing's all you want berna i, I greatly will. greatly appreciate being able to be able <laughs> being yeah. able to come on the show yeah imperfection baby we celebrate it mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all, that is it for this episode of Money, Please. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Tell your male folks about it. Tell those distant relatives that you never see when there's that like lull in conversation. They're not drunk enough to fill the conversation for you at the holiday dinner table. Talk about money, please, because folks need help. Who needs help? Everyone. And follow us and submit your questions to When's Happy Hour on Instagram or email us at moneyplease at betches.com and follow me on Instagram at heyburna. Until next time, I am wishing you love, peace, and refunded fees. Betches.